0: What is up everybody welcome back to the run your mouth podcast and uh, I am here to tell you that the powers that be these tech sensors these governments calling up the text telling them to remove you these people telling you're not allowed to question official policies it's even worse than we ever thought I mean sure we thought that they were listening going through algorithms deleting anything that might even be counter to the CDC's guidance no matter how right you were no matter how accurate you were but the story's even more nefarious than that apparently they can read your mind. And they can find out when even bums like me are going to quit their platform. Because I had had it. I had gotten two strikes. I got one on both channels. And it was seeming to me like what they did was they could kind of tell when you started to get a little bit of traction. They'd suck you into the platform and go, yeah, you can hang out here. Spend your time. Build your page and then you come onto the page you'd start building up a little bit of rhythm and then the next thing you know boom you're being downgraded in the middle of the show boom next thing you know you can't post for two weeks now you're coming back you're questioning what can I say what can I say and let me tell you the way that they censor you it's very nefarious but I actually had a victory I had a victory against YouTube something I never thought would happen in my lifetime I filed an appeal And they actually did. Well, they apologize. They just go, hey, sometimes we mess things up. But they won't give you the specifics. And by the way, I'm here to tell you, I don't even know if this video is going to last. I mean, here, there should be transparency. You should be allowed to explain your frustrations with the platform as to why they aren't giving you the information you need to make sure that you can make a broadcast that is acceptable to YouTube audiences. Because I'm here. I'm just trying to be a good participant. I understand that there's a wide YouTube community and I don't want to venture into the world. I don't want to meet actual people. I don't want to read news. I don't want to question our overlords. I just want to be a part of this fantastic community of YouTube participants. Uh, You know, people shouldn't be able to find different forms of content. We should have one cohesive community of people that love what the tech overlords want us to know and I want to be a part of that community because I know we're gonna have digital currencies in the future. I'm gonna be able to be turned off for my money if I quite, so I don't wanna be questioning the authorities. I want a program that can give me better information about what specifically the take of the authorities is and give me a little bit of logical perspective on it so then therefore I can just be a better participant in an online community of people that I don't see or interact with. That's what I'm looking for in my lifetime. And so when I get these YouTube strikes, I get a little bit of panic. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know how to participate on this online platform I don't need to be I don't know how to be a part of this community and so I just email them and I go listen I I want to be a good participant can you let me know what specifically I did wrong because what they do is they link your whole content they link your whole thing and they say something you did might have violated our policy. You're not allowed to question the official guidance from the WHO, which would mean that you would have to be an expert in everything that the WHO has ever said. You would have to know that everything the WHO ever said to make sure that you weren't even saying something that might be questioning what they said. Never mind that like, you're not making accurate statements that you think what they're saying is false. You're going, hey, I want to participate in this community. I'm confused by what was said. Here is my question, or here's something that seems to be the policy. You're not even saying that is the formal policy. Here's why I'm confused by how that would help my health. Even that's not allowed. You're not even allowed to question the policies. And then amidst all that, they just link you your entire show and go, we think something you did was against the guidelines. So usually I just write back, can you tell me specifically what was against the guidelines? You know what they do? They yank you right down. That's what they do. They just yank you right down and they go, no. In this case, I told them, hey, I don't know what I could have said that was against your guidelines. Would you mind giving me a little bit more feedback? And then I also said the only uh, thing I said about COVID was in relation to this Wall Street Journal article. So I'm not sure that that would have been an issue. And then they said, oh, we actually made a mistake and you can be back on. But at no point in time do they tell you what their mistake was. At no point in time do they actually tell you what piece of information specifically said that they are taking issue with. Uh, which is their way of just, and by the way, on this strike, I guess I could have just not appealed. And then I'd sat with the strike. So guys, here's what's going to be going on moving forward. I know the majority of people, you just listen to this podcast and you're like, can you quit, quit telling me about the YouTube? I don't care. I just download it. And for all the people that are reliable downloaders, of the podcast, I salute you. You can get the video version on Spotify and you can get the audio version from the place that you've always got it for all of history. Uh, I mean, not all of history. For the five years that I've been doing this, for YouTube consumers, we're not going to be doing full shows here anymore because that—that uh, that, there's just no point i i i want to i guess be able to keep the channel for when i film the occasional sketch or for when i'm putting out the occasional piece of stand-up and so i will be making these broadcasts essentially just to let people know that we're doing broadcasts and then we're going to be coming off the stream pretty quickly so that hopefully uh we don't get more strikes so we're we're going to u- try and use youtube to our advantage just to advertise that other channels exist and i don't know what the permanent home will be for this program i uh, i would like to be an odyssey and rumble at the moment The only way to effectively be there is to be on YouTube where the programming gets mirrored. I have to figure out how to, uh, I guess, more efficiently be able to load load my stuff onto those without having to do the post-production of putting everything in and labeling it. Uh, So we are going to figure that out. But essentially, we're going to be coming here. We'll do the first 10 minutes, which is usually nonsense and bullshit. And we'll try and keep all the uh, interesting and actual informative news, which will include questioning because it's important. Everyone in humanity should be questioning. It's not like governments never, even if you were the biggest supporter of government and the biggest lover of everything that government's ever done. I'm sure there's some mistake that they've made along the way. And I'm sure that there's opinions that they've been cl- that they've had to clarify. I'm sure that there are uh, uh, motions that they were moving forward that were able to be improved. It's not like no one in the free market has ever said, hey, this doesn't make sense to me. And then in some way forced Uh, a a better solution to a problem. So the idea that you can't even question a formal policy uh, is YouTube blatantly saying, hey, we support totalitarianism. We support censorship and we don't even want rational questions. uh, If it can point out that there's a flaw in policy that might be able to better improve it. That's the official stance of YouTube is no questions allowed. Uh, And so we're going to come here. And you know we're gonna do some bullshit and then we're gonna do some nonsense and all meaningful conversations will be at uh, other locations all right now let's get into some uh, some news topics and uh, we're uh, I brought back the soundboard so here we go here's uh here's what we got on today's show here we go MRNAs are being transferred from nursing mothers breast milk to infants. Our experts explain how these mRNAs are affecting tit milk flavor. Scientists explore if you can get back the time you spend scrolling through someone's profile deciding if they're hot. Our chef explains the best snacks to forget about how unproductive your workday was. We explore the secret battle between student loan debts and the Ukraine war to see what can be more of a waste of our money. And then lastly, why 1,000% of all Ukrainian voters would rather be a part of Russia. So there you go. We've got a, we got a fun-filled show coming for you guys. Got a lot of big news topics. So let's get into the first one of the day. So we've got a sham referendum on joining Russia ended as pressure mounts on Moscow. So there have been reports of Russian soldiers. They go in house to house. Uh, they're pressuring people to vote. Unlike our honest elections here where we just like to send volunteers into old age homes. You mind if I just take your hand and uh, sign this document? Or will we send papers to criminals and we go, no, no, don't, DeSantis doesn't care. Go ahead, vote. It's fine. You're going to feel better if you vote. I know you think you're a criminal and it's against the law and that it's fraud and you might go to jail, but don't worry about it. I mean, we got to get Biden into office or think about the terrible things that might happen if Trump's here. You don't want to stick around for Trump to be in office. So, you know, just sign this. You're going to feel good. Don't worry. It's not illegal. We'll just don't. And we, you know how many ballots we've got sitting around? I mean, we got immigrants filling out ballots for days. Don't worry about it. Just fill this thing out. You'll feel good. Now, we got out in uh, uh, the the Ukraine. We're finding out just how much money is being spent over there. This is from Zero Hedge. Uh, Apparently, uh, let's read the first paragraph. Zelensky reveals how much U.S. taxpayers give Ukraine monthly. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky boasted in a CBS Face the Nation interview, which aired Sunday, that Washington is providing him with a whopping $1.5 billion per month for state coffers as a country piles up a large wartime deficit. And, uh, you know, Israel's sitting around going, why, why is this Jew getting all of our money? What is going on here? That's supposed to be like, and by the way, this whole war effort is starting to make zero sense. The idea is supposed to be that you get the other country into a war so that they bleed themselves dry. But then if you just support the other people, then we bleed ourselves dry. We're starting a war that we're not fighting that we're also spending all of our money on. It's almost looking like this is why Biden had to leave Afghanistan so fast, was he was like, I gotta go ruin another country. I mean, we've been ruining this country for 24 years. There's a perfectly good country over Ukraine. I need some money so that I can go destroy another country. Afghanistan's done. It's already fully ruined. Let's move on. Let's, Let's mess up some more places. And then on that note, this is from the Wall Street Journal. This is a staggering figure. We haven't even gotten into winter yet. We haven't seen the full scale of all these energy problems that's hitting earth. I mean and, and by the way, if this war continues and Putin's causing all this inflation, I mean how much worse is this inflation going to get if we don't if we don't end this war? I mean, that's what Biden's been telling us. The inflation has nothing to do with the money spending, but it's got everything to do with Putin's war and Putin's decision. So if Putin doesn't end this war soon, I mean, how much more is this inflation gonna cost us? This is a staggering figure. We're to cost global economy $2.8 trillion. So for, you know, even if you're just evil and you're just like, I don't care about Ukrainian lives, I don't care about Russian lives, I don't care about the war costs, we're all losing here. Who's benefiting from this thing? $2.8 trillion to the global economy, and the U.S. government still refuses to negotiate because, hey, Putin's a war criminal, and unless he's willing to just resign and say, hey, guys, I'm really sorry for what I did, and I'm actually super evil, then there's absolutely no way out of this. I mean, how many people are going to have to go hungry next year? All right, we're coming down from YouTube. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed the YouTube show. We are done with being on YouTube for this episode. And uh, it, Twitter, I think Twitter. You can go to Twitter right now. Robbie the Fire is the name of my handle. I'll be there live. And I actually find that that's the easiest place to stream this even after the fact. You have to go down my feed a little bit. It's not on the media tab. You got to go down the feed a little bit and uh, you're able to watch the show. So that's it. We are leaving YouTube. Sayonara! Oh, but before we do, here, here, I uh, I did some drops for sponsors, so we might as well get a sponsor plug-in on YouTube. Here we go, we'll go with this one.
1: Hi, this is your nuts talking. We're real cramped, that's why we sound so high-pitched, because things are really cramped down there. If only we were separated from your giant hog, which keeps squeezing against us, which is making us feel really, ah! Uh. So go to sheathunderwear.com, it's promo code RYM, and then your nuts won't be all crushed!
0: Goodbye, YouTube. All right. We're still live, everyone else. What's up, cool people that made it over to Twitter? survived just leaving. All right, what else I got on the uh, the docket? Let's take a look. Biden's student debt relief plan could cost the government $400 billion. There you go, the Congressional, bu- congressional Budget Office just kind of stepping in and messing up Biden's mojo. He's out there. It's going to save people money. Because if you think about it, when these people now, they get all the money and they'll go out and spend, it. it'll help the economy. And people are like, yeah, but isn't that going to cause inflation? And he's like, inflation's only when rich people spend money when regular people spend money that just means that they otherwise get stuff that they wouldn't have am i standing in the right spot here this is coming from nasa nasa crashes tiny spacecraft into asteroid and earth's defense test so you got this asteroid and they, it's not headed towards Earth. This is one of those good asteroids. Not, it's not a world ending asteroid. Sometimes you get world ending asteroids and they're headed right towards Earth. And so they want to have the technology to get rid of these asteroids. I mean, just put Biden on it. He'll ruin an asteroid. But anyways, you got this uh, you got this asteroid. It's headed right towards Earth. And so what do they do? They just land some vending machine thing on it to see if they can just get it to move. It and all. You gotta blow that shit up. I mean, the last thing you want is that there was an asteroid headed right to Earth and then we redirect it and then it goes hit some aliens. And then the aliens look at us and they're like, those Motherfuckers hit us with an asteroid, and then we end up with more asteroids and aliens that we gotta fight. And people like blowing shit up. You know, Kamala's out there laughing about how much he loves space, now interesting space is, and then you got other people that got all these bombs, and they're like, Oh, look, we, we dropped the mother of all bombs on Syria. That's what everyone in the military wants to do, is just blow shit up. So if you're so obsessed with blowing shit up and people like seeing fireworks and shit up in space. Just blow up some fucking asteroids i can by the way you can lie to us all day you could you could all day instead of trying to make wars with like ukraines and 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 with Putin's, if you got a military-industrial complex, pretend like there's aliens. You might as well pretend like there's aliens. And then at least we don't have to actually get into fights with anybody. And then there'll be no way for me to disprove it. How am I supposed to know for for what's going up in space? That's what you guys should do. You should just be like, it's unbelievable uh that in 2023, how many asteroids would it? because when it comes to COVID, so you made me, you made us all get shots that weren't going to work. That that was your big strategy. You made everyone go out and you made everyone get a shot, and then you gave yourself a clap on the back, and then you get all these profits. But we're gonna out at some point when it comes to asteroids what you you really think we're going to believe some Nostradamus motherfucker sitting down with this telescope and going they're lying to us about I don't care blow up all the fucking asteroids you want in the sky it'll be cool yeah you can you can tell dates to come over you can sit on the roof and it's a magical star and you can make a wish and really it's just the government blowing up our money for no reason but then at least we don't have to fight each other and that right there is Eric Snowden's extremely hot wife congratulations to Mr. Snowden. You know, it's nice that people who, uh, who tell the truth sometimes pull something off like this, except that lady's gotta be a a spy. There's no way. I don't know which government is tracking him. I don't know if this was Putin got the super hot wife his way, whispered in his ear, Hey, just leak this shit. And then you can go to Russia. Or if it was the American government at the NSA that was like, Hey, we better keep our eyes on this, but there's no way that nerd is with this fucking smoke show. There's no way, but you know what? in this moment, congratulations, Mr. Snowden on, uh, I guess, getting your citizenship. I don't know if that helps you cause you got to live there anyways, but if in some way it helps you to have your citizenship and to be smoking this, uh, I mean, having sex with this incredibly hot spy, who's probably going to ruin your life at some point in time, just, uh, take the victories while you, while you have it, you know, Snowden, Snowden, uh, has it better than, uh, Assange. So who knows? Maybe Assange one day, maybe this is waiting for you. Uh, we've been doing some coverage of the yeshiva university and its battle to be allowed to, uh, to keep its own religion. It's a simple struggle where they got a religion and then they go, Hey, we want to live over here and we want to live this disciplined religion. And we're going to do some really weird stuff. We're not going to use any electricity on Saturday. We're going to study the Talmud every morning. We're going to pray three times a day and we're going to be bigoted towards gay people but guess what? This is how nice we are. We're going to just stay in this room all day and we're going to stay on this one block and we're not going to leave this little area to go tell you what you do. In fact, you can even live on this street and you can have all the anal gay sex you want in our dorms. No one's knocking on your door. No one's knocking on your door and going, Hey, are you having anal gay sex in here? But if you broadcast and you're like, Hey, I'm having a lot of anal gay sex in my room at the yeshiva, then they got to be like, all right, you know, can you, can you not do this here? And so here you go. Because we, we've been breaking this thing down. So you got these kids. They want to go to the school. And uh, they want to have a club. A club that will allow them to be, I guess, the gay club. And it makes no sense. It makes no sense. You might as well climb to the top of some mountain in, like, India and find some monks that just want to live in silence and just walk around and banging your cymbals and then get upset and go, well, why can't I bang my cymbals here? Isn't this, aren't you monks about about freedom and about inclusivity? And like, you just look like one of those monkeys or basically that's what Trump basically looks like. Trump is like a monkey that they took away the cymbals from and you're just walking around, bam, 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 bam. And they're up there and they're just trying to do their silence thing. And you're just fucking clashing cymbals. I don't understand why I can't, because you can go anywhere else in the entire world and smash your symbols and nobody's gonna care but this is the one place that they're trying to live a weird alternative lifestyle where they don't want to have the symbols And so that's what you have. You got these people. You know why? It's just socialism. I'm telling you, it's going to turn out that one of these fucking sicko billionaires who is supporting BLM or other institutions was behind this one as well, because it's some evil nefarious thing that no groups of people are allowed to get together and decide, hey, we want to live a alternative lifestyle. And it's like, they're not even threatening anyone else they're not telling you how you can live your life. They're trying to get together and have their little private club. And then the people that could go anywhere else and be celebrated for their lifestyle, go, how dare you four people get into this corner of the room? It's a tiny minority. I mean, how many colleges exist in the country? And how many, like literally, what's the list of colleges? And and then this is a single college of a thousand people. That's all men. And so the people that don't want to adhere to religion want to go ruin the thing for the thousand people that are there. That was the conversation, right? So just to prove to you, this isn't about the money. This isn't about the club. It's just about some institution that wants to single-handedly ruin a religion. Because they don't want anyone to have their thing. They don't want any state to be different. They don't want any groups of people to be able to get together and uh, decide that they want to live with a religion, uh, without electricity, without whatever your thing is. Even if it doesn't threaten other people, we all need to be the same, and we all need to celebrate the values of the left. So this is from JQY. I don't know what the fuck that is. But JQI will apparently offer financial support to all undergraduate clubs at Yeshiva University for as long as the school uses its refusal to recognize the YU Pride Alliance as an excuse to withhold all organizations from its students. In other words, it's not a money thing. It's not a resource thing. It's not that these kids needed the support of the club. They just needed to make a statement of, hey, you guys aren't allowed to uh, tell, uh, even though you're a religious institution, you're not allowed to tell us that we're not allowed to be here. I mean, they could go anywhere and do their thing. They'd probably find more gay people to sleep with if they weren't at the religious institution, but no, they have to go there and ruin the other experience. And then this is the proof of the fact that they're just looking to ruin it because apparently they have all these resources handy. But no, it, it, it's a, it, it's about the principle to them, but you're not allowed to be principled when you, when when you when you don't like what they're doing they're like, well, why do you care about this? But then when it's coming from them, it's like, well, it's about the principle. All right, but here's my thought. So now here they are, and they're willing to fund the clubs because they go, that we feel bad that these people aren't going to be able to have their clubs. We don't want them to suffer. So I was thinking that some of these religious kids should get together and put in to have the conversion therapy club uh, to, so that they can help people who are gay explore, and then we'll see if the gay kids want to support that club because they, I mean, I, you got to support all clubs. Any club wants to be a club. I mean, is that the way that this thing works? What are you going to discriminate against some, some clubs and not against some others? All right. Let's read on. YU is halting all clubs because of its queer students. So JKY, JQY will fund all clubs in honor of its queer students. Instead of dangerously pinning students against each other, we want to send a m- message of unity and fairness. So are they going to support the conversion therapy club? Or if it's the uh, Religious Bigots of America (laughs) club, are they going to fund that as well? Beginning today, every student club that cannot operate normally due to the YU's postponement of funding can apply below for up to $500 towards a club event as part of JQI University program. I want to tell you, my parents were ripped off by this, this institution. I don't like this institution. This institution did not do me well. I'm not even a religious individual. But this is important for all of us because this is showcasing the power of the left that like even... Very remote and small religious communities cannot just go about their lives and do their own thing without them figuring a way to weasel in and make themselves look like the victim for trying to ruin these other people's different lifestyles. What, what, what Whatever came to just respecting lifestyles, like how is this different than me showing up to the gay pride parade and like somehow protesting that they have to let the straight men of America march in it? The pro pussy, like are, are the pro pussy people should be allowed. To, it's like, no, that's their thing. Go do your gay pride parade. You can have your day. You can have your like. Should I be allowed to go into the safe spaces as as a bigot? Well, am I not the? Are the ba- are the safe spaces not inclusive? So this is from the actual website, the JQI website, and I was amused by their mission. Here's their mission. The JQI Jewish Queer Youth is a nonprofit organization that supports and empowers LGBTQ Jewish youth with a special focus on teens and young adults from Orthodox, Hasidic, and Sephardi Mizrahi communities. JQI fights to ensure the emotional and physical health and safety of this population. Our goal is for all these individuals to know you are a valued member of the Jewish community and you are not alone. Now, I understand if you wanted to create an organization to support these people, but then you'd be supporting them in leaving the Jewish community. You would be supporting them in saying, hey, I know that you came from a very strict religious background and that you no longer have faith in this religion because you've realized that God uh, made you in a certain way and it would not make sense, or nature made you in a certain way that is uh, that the religion is not understanding of and you don't believe that God would be so cruel to bore, to birth you with a sexuality and then tell you that you're not allowed to uh, enjoy that sexuality. God wouldn't be that cruel to you. And so you then go, I don't have faith in this religion and I'm going to leave it, which is a choice you're allowed to make. But to come in and say that we're, or by the way, you can do whatever the fuck you want in private. No one cares what you do in private. That's at least my take. You know it, it, these are tools that you can use, but you don't get to you don't get to like rewrite the rules all right i feel like i made my point on this one uh moving on i keep seeing more of these articles and i know most of you people are listening to it so let me read the headline first so you have the context and i, I would go to the comments there you know the comments are good for transitioning but uh now that we're not on youtube we can't here i'll, I'll throw will throw in one of my my drops for a transition here we go this is bonnie sanders I'm here to tell you that that was a brilliant point. If people made points that brilliant all the time, we could actually cool the earth. Our grandkids might survive. There you go. Bernie Sanders supports me. Uh, And here's the other good news. Uh, All right. I said I had to read the article first. Here's the article. This is from Mirror. I don't know what the fuck that is. But it doesn't matter because I see the articles like this all over the place uh pub landy pub landlady launches only fans to keep up with soaring bills and save boozer and isn't it really the story of 2022 how pictures of people's vagina just saved everything it saved villages it saved people's marriages it's like everything's being saved and I got to warn people that you know the pussy market it might be hot right now But in a recession, I mean, people are going to have to be cutting back on their OnlyFans accounts. Or China and Russia and whatever else wants to just ruin our culture. But... You better get in now. I mean, you want to get in while you can still monetize this and you probably still want to keep your other jobs. Like, you don't want to go do down, like, the the the, the pussy picture, you know. It, like, talk to some of these people that invested in real estate when it was hot or the tech bubble when it was hot. We've got to be in peak OnlyFans. I mean, how many people are just throwing money at pussy pictures every single weekend that every single time something's not going well in someone's life? I mean, I feel like when people are actually just out there opting out of life and going out there and selling their pussy... I mean, how many how many women just decided to become a whore and then became millionaires? Like, how are the pictures of your vagina where I guess the digital audience is that much larger? Because I feel like most people that, you know, decide to go the whore rat, I mean, how many of them make it out? Like, I feel like it's like everything else where it's like winning the lottery. The, the newspaper keeps telling us all these articles. They're suckering people. They're like, hey. If things aren't going your way, you can just sell some pussy pictures, and then how many people? I mean, how many people are on OnlyFans that are not all that monetized? We're we're gonna do a uh, a review study. I'd be curious to see the numbers because maybe maybe it is a high trajectory because it's gotta suck when you're like, all right, I'm gonna do this, and then you find out uh, no one's. Or maybe it becomes like a stand up comedy. You do it for twelve years and realize it. uh, Okay, moving on. Here was another uh, uh, OnlyFans article. Article. This is from OutKick. Brazilian volleyball player, Key Alves, uh, key I'm killing it on OnlyFans. And it seems like OnlyFans is really changing who can make more money in sports. Because, you know, for a long time, we were hearing about how women could not make what men can make in sports. But I'm going to guess if you forecast for the next, like, 10 years and the way people are able to make, get endorsement deals uh, from Instagram or whore out their vaginas on OnlyFans, I mean, that's got to be changing some of the, the, the dynamics. And then, I, I mean, imagine if OnlyFans takes off to the point that we start hearing men going, hey, how come my wiener doesn't make as much? All of a sudden, we got men with blue hair, and they're on the news going, hey, this isn't fair. I'm taking pictures of my wiener all day. You got these fat chicks taking pictures of their vaginas, and I don't understand. I'm, I'm making 10 cents on their vaginas. This isn't fair. The fact that I do this from a residential building... <laughs> <laughs> i think i have to re-explore just how uh soundproof this is because uh it's getting a little bit out of hand all right we got a couple more news stories this is going to be a longer episode because uh you know i was away for a couple days and pretty soon we're going to be getting into my collection of twitter videos and i do have some bombshells uh but a couple more articles coming at you former white house chief of staff texted voter fraud conspiracy theorist so this is from the week magazine former rep Def denver Ringelman says that text messages between former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and top conspiracy theorists seeking to overturn the 2020 presidential election provided a roadmap to an intended coup. Phil Wadron, a retired Army colonel, has been identified as one of the top people seeking to prove that Trump's re-election loss resulted from voter fraud. As he and other Trump allies sought to access voting machines in states like Arizona and Georgia, he kept Meadows updated on the progress via text messages per CNN. One more paragraph. On December 23, 2020, Waldron texted Meadows after an Arizona judge dismissed a lawsuit filed by Republican lawmakers seeking to obtain voting machines. The suit was part of a campaign by Trump, GOP officials to find evidence of Trump's claims of voter fraud. Here's where I get a little bit confused. So these are people who are trying to prove voter fraud. They're not trying to invent voter fraud. You see the distinction there? There's like one thing if you busted these people that they were like, hacking the machines or they were rigging the machines or they were showing up to people's doors with guns and telling them, hey, you better vote for us. That's a lot different than people that were just looking to investigate whether or not they could validate the claims of voter fraud. So there's like a lot of things that are kind of still gray areas and none of these should be gray areas. I'm not a person who just accepts when Trump makes things up, but there's some things that should not be gray areas. So, what shouldn't be gray areas one is i guess it shouldn't still be unclear what specific evidence trump had to think that there might be voter fraud and by the way it might be as loose as they're printing a lot of ballots and we know that there's going to be more mail-in ballots for the democrats than the republicans uh and that they might be doing ballot harvesting it might be as simple as that and then even trump's like well how much ballot harvesting is going to be going on how much uh uh, how many people are gonna be sent ballots like how many immigrants might be uh, illegal immigrants might be voting? how many uh, um, uh, senior citizens who aren't aware of who they're voting for or otherwise well I guess otherwise wouldn't be voting wouldn't be a fair criteria. But okay so question number one, let's keep things focused. let's keep things simple. Let's pretend like this is a different show. Why did Donald Trump want to suggest that there was voter fraud? Two, why was he prevented? Uh, from, I guess, trying to investigate that. I, I mean, I guess, yes, I agree with you. You need a warrant. But in this case, if the president thinks that there might be a flaw with the voting machines, I would think that that's a person that would have a right to check. And I would understand if you would want some sort of a platform for checking it, or you might even say that he did have the ability to check and he checked and they came up with nothing. But there seems to be something very odd that what they're alarmed about is that people just wanted to look into whether or not they could validate. There's a lot, there's a big distinction between just wanting the ability to validate or make an inquiry because you are suspect of something versus trying to fabricate evidence or threaten people to get results that you want. That's a very big distinction. And so from what I'm hearing here, uh, these are people that, you know, if anything, maybe just bought into Trump's bullshit. And so they were looking to see if they could validate the claims, uh, on top of which, as we read the other day, they're looking to change the laws that, um, it, the, whatever the cert- current certification process can't possibly question, which also makes me s- suggest to me that what Trump was doing wasn't actually illegal now might've been bad, might've been not cool. might've been a rotting guy. I'm just saying for the undermining of our entire democracy. You guys seem to be running through some real hoops to uh, prove some guilt. Uh, all right. This is from the New York Post. New York City locals gripe up as Mayor Eric Adams' migrant tent city gets built. Uh, but here's the thing. Apparently, he's building it in the Bronx, so he might as well be deporting them. It's not like he's going to let these guys onto the Upper East Side. He's not letting them into the nice areas. He's going to the Bronx where people live in shitty homes to go, hey, look at these nice tents we're building for the people that just got here. Uh, and, you know, if you guys want to invest, I'm going to start a, uh, a new business. It's going to be called uh, Hobocorp where we're gonna do logistics for governments looking to destroy their cities uh, by being more inclusive of homeless people. It's gonna be like logistics for like tents, sewage in the street, uh, you know, uh, uh, needles, like all the things that hobo camp and campets need. There's a lot of resources that go into them. Uh, You know, long electricity lines to take other people's electricity. Uh, You need a pretty constant supply of clothes because they don't really like do laundry all that much. So like, you just gotta keep getting them like new clothes. Um, there's logistics. You know, I'm new to it, so I don't know like all the ins and outs, but we'll uh, figure it out. Now here was a creepy one. This is from Reuters. Europe sus- suspects sabotages mystery gas leak hits Russian pipelines. Uh, so, you know, we're hearing about the Nord Stream 1s, the Nord Stream 2s, we're hearing about how going into winter, these people are not going to have enough energy in Europe. And so now you get this creepy thing where apparently when it comes to these pipelines, there usually aren't underwater accidents. And all of a sudden you got these underwater accidents. And like, at what point do you just think like, man, Bill Gates is really trying to get us to eat fake burgers. Like what is going on here that like just, uh, you keep seeing so like food supply. And I, like I said, I might just be getting suckered. I might just be a person who's reading too many of these headlines, trying to connect dots that don't exist. But this one seems like a creepy one. This seems like somebody out there is trying to keep people at war or trying to keep people uh, without resources that they need. And then I just came across this one because you know Twitter. It's uh, all sorts of crockpot conspiracy theorists, and I saw this. I thought it was interesting. It is from an Eric Townshead retweeted by Doomberg. NS1 NS2 appear to have been sabotaged, not just a maintenance issue. This is a huge game changer if you just lost the op if Europe just lost the option to drop sanctions and get the gas turned back on if they play ball with Putin. Now we learn whether at Doomberg RT is right. Germany can't survive winter without Nord Stream 1. It's quite the claim. U.S. government wants to make sure no one backs out of this uh, little war that we're trying to have with Russia to bankrupt Russia while also bankrupting ourselves. Because like I said at the top of the program, it only works to get your enemy to fight some war that they can't afford if you're not also fighting them. <laughs> it doesn't work. I don't understand. It's like, I, I mean, I understand. If, like, Please explain to us the evil pitch if you go, hey, listen, if Russia's around in 20 years from now, and then they decide to unite with China, then they're going to come over here and rape all of us Genghis Khan style, and then in 100 years from now, you won't have anyone with normal eyes. And I would understand. I, that's terrible. I, I, why, why do I have to go to that joke? There's so many other jokes that be made. Am I that lazy? We're just going to go with that one? All right, but anyways point being someone could come on here and explain to us and go this is why we can't i i'm i'm like a dumb fucking hippie where i'm like can't we just all get along doesn't work cost all of us money Can't we just oppose what appears to be the elites that are just working in their own interest so that everyone can prosper, that we can continue to have innovation and the energy resources we need to live on a better earth? But that's because I'm just a dumb fucking hippie idiot. I smoked too much weed in high school that I just think that we can get along. I don't understand human greed and the fact that there's people that will come swallow me alive if our government doesn't spend money that we don't have starting wars that we can't win. I'm just too dumb to understand. So if someone could come in and explain to me how exactly this is supposed to operate, but that's a bold claim of essentially saying that Europe, you know, they might've turned our backs on us and they might've said, fuck, we don't want to freeze to death this winter. So we've got no choice but to buy oil from Russia. And so we're going to unwind some of these sanctions and we're going to trade with them because uh, we both win. Uh, Then they get money and then we get heat and we don't die. And the United States goes, nope we want to have a war with these people over a line in the sand of that their border has to be occupied by us. We gave them a choice, uh, border occupied by us or all out uh, war that they would start. And so they, they took the option of all out war that they would start. And so now we're calling them war criminals and we're not going to de-escalate. and we need everyone to be in compliance with us. All right. Here was another wacky one from uh, Twitter. Haven't done the research. I don't validate it anymore. I just lay it out there you know, because uh, you validate it and then, you know, you're just you're just misinformed. But uh, the latest, this is from uh, JAMA Pediatrics. Trace amount of COVID-19 vaccine mRNAs were detected in breast milk of some lactating women. That, that's not too alarming. It's just some in, you know, detected small amounts and some. caution is warranted regarding breastfeeding infants younger than 6 months in the first 2 days after maternal COVID-19 vaccination uh but that's okay you can always go with formula formula is reliable so you know no, nothing nothing to uh to worry about there all right i don't think i get any comments without youtube so we're going to have to figure out a new way to get comments i think i'm going to make a call online i think i'm going to make a call online i've got the fancy board i got the fancy drops here we'll do another we'll do another drop It's in moments like these, where Rob loses his train of thought, and so he goes to an ad for Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo, the only place where you can get a Kratom of kilo for just $60. How's that for a quick and professional ad drop? Back to you, Rob, who I hope remembers what he was talking about. There you go. How professional is this operation? And YouTube doesn't want me. YouTube isn't calling me up, trying to sign me bigger paychecks so I'll stay on their platform. All right. So here we go. We got uh, Jerome Powell. You know he's in charge over there at the Fed. So let's uh, first video we got lined up. Let's give it a listen.
1: We think that there are four characteristics of if we were to pursue a CBDC. It would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated second is private privacy protected the third is identity verified so it would not be anonymous it would not be an anonymous bearer instrument and fourth is transferable or interoperable so so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification which is which has to be done of course in today's traditional banking system as well
0: Track everyone's money at all times in the same way I just got in trouble from YouTube for asking questions. You can be turned off from your money at any given point in time. Think about all of the honest people that wanted to support the honest truckers and where those donations went. Or what recently happened with PayPal of shutting down, I think it was in the UK, they shut off somebody's page. I mean, we already have it in the public sphere that if you want to make donations to certain charitable causes, they'll turn you off. I believe it was uh, uh, when, when Kyle Rittenhouse was looking to uh, fundraise for his defense, I believe uh, Facebook took that off his platform and maybe even the OnlyFans went down. I might be wrong on both of that, but I do remember some sort of an article of uh, them not making it easy for him to fundraise. And that's just in public locations. I mean, they already have kind of a lockdown on money that certain industries like marijuana could be legal in your state. Good luck with access to a bank because it's federally illegal. So already, you know, there's difficulties with payment processing. Uh, But imagine if they had the same control over your personal income. And imagine if there was no such thing as cash that they could just have a negative interest rate. Because at the point, at this point, if there was a negative interest rate, I guess at some point you might take your cash out of a bank. But if all currency is digital and so there's nowhere to keep it, because no matter what they have access to it then they can just have a continuously negative interest rate you thought inflation was bad just wait till they go to 11 on that one uh and here's the problem with the digital currency is that there are some sales points there's some very good sales points when it comes to a digital currency one you're never gonna have to worry about transactions or transaction costs two I bet you won't have to do your taxes anymore. I bet and taxes is a pain in the ass for all of us. But like even with my, my bank actually makes it easy. I'm a customer of Chase Bank and I put everything onto different credit cards. I can pull a spreadsheet of all my expenses at the end of the year. I put that into my taxes and I'm done. But you could probably make this even easier for other people. You don't have to do any of that. Every single time you go anywhere, it's all expense. But now here's the other problem. How are you gonna spend money on things that the government doesn't want you to spend money on? Let's say they only want you to consume so much carbon, only want you to eat so many cheeseburgers. We'll only let you spend your money once you've seen your doctor and gotten the recommended vaccines. We'll only let you spend your money if you sign this document acknowledging that you made a wrongful comment on YouTube or another location. Hey, we think you were accused on a date of being inappropriate. And so you don't have access to your money until the following compliance takes place, and then all of a sudden the only way is by admitting guilt, and now you've already admitted your guilt. Uh, this is a creepy world that we're going to live in, where they're going to be able to control everyone on an individual basis on a much easier capacity, and uh, there's going to be some selling points to the average individual of hey terrorists aren't going to be able to fund themselves the illegal dangerous activities which by the way you're not going to get rid of illegal dangerous activities you're just going to make it more difficult for people to get their hands on them which probably just means it's going to become more dangerous or maybe we'll end up with the coolest places on earth some new las vegas that you can walk into a bubble and actually be able to spend money that the government doesn't know about all right next video what else did i have lined up what other creepy shit did i come across I guess I'll actually intro this first. So we got uh, we got Clubber Lang, the lady that always looks like she was just hit by Clubber Lang. <laughs> he just fucking rattles. I don't understand. Your job is just to, like, pretend like you know what you're talking about. There's like another Biden example. Why does this lady always shake like she's in an earthquake? It's like she's got Parkinson's. But she, here she is, and she wants to let us know that at any cost— we got to vote for the Democrats. And what is their pitch? What is their pitch of what the Democrats are doing for us? Let's give it a listen.
1: We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. We got to win in the midterms. We understand that.
0: I guess these people really do control the weather, that they can know one-to-one. I don't even think we're having a particularly bad hurricane season. I feel like I've seen headlines that, you know, but anytime there's ever a freak weather event, even though Davy Smith can show us charts showcasing the fact that thanks to technology, we're better prepared to survive these weather events, and thanks to technology... The amount of people that die from weather events has dropped radically, but nope, we got to shut down energy and we got to shut down technology, technological growth because otherwise we've we got to prevent these events from even happening. It couldn't be dumber. It couldn't be more inaccurate. What is a bigger lie than claiming that you know for fact... That a hurricane is the result of the current carbon emissions, well, which carbon emissions, from which people, and what specific... Redu- well, you wouldn't know any of that, of course you wouldn't know any of that, because it's not true. Maybe that's why she's shaking. She's like, she, the devil person told her that she had to get on the news and say something, and she's like, I don't even feel comfortable with that line, so she's like, Ugh. it's like she's fucking cold. I mean, if, if, the, if the planet's warming, why, why are you so cold, Clubber Lang? What's so difficult? All right. what other we videos i got let's see if the other up. one's even loaded in sometimes uh oh this uh this is a good one this is a good one here we go this is elizabeth warren what? yep <laughs> this is
1: really you it's really me so i got your note you say you've been paying on your student loans since 2007 and I just love her tone she's just here to remind you she's the nicest lady ever and everything she says it's like a warm hug and just come here while I bleed the country dry from socialism and I give you money that we stole from other people just like we did to my fake grandparents the Indians because I'm the most caring don't listen to anybody else just listen to my warm glowing voice and how much I care is I protect the individuals who fraudulently stole your money and got you to spend it on a degree that wouldn't help. But we don't do anything to criminalize them. Instead, we just steal money from the smarter, more responsible individuals and give it to you. And we don't ask any questions about what was wrong that you weren't able to pay this bill.
0: Alright, let's listen to some
1: Yeah, so what is it? 15 years, 16 years, something like that you've been doing. Tell, yeah. me, tell me a little bit more about it. Basically, um, it obviously it wasn't that much debt, and I honestly never thought it would take me that long to pay it back, um, mm-hmm. but I've always been on a, like income uh, dependent repayment, mm-hmm. uh, and I've worked in nonprofits, and I've also uh, was a teacher for ten years, mm-hmm.
0: um, and the loans that
1: I took out were actually under a program that was discontinued. Oh uh, yeah, government. so, so you like
0: got that. tangled in bureaucracy hell on your. Who's responsible for bureaucracy hell? Aren't you a part of the government? So you guys aren't trying to remove the processes that created bureaucracy hell. You just want other like. So, in other words, you're admitting that someone's doing something very evil to these people, but for some reason, we're not going to hold any of the evil people accountable. We're just going to hold the honest, responsible taxpayers accountable to bail this lady out, and I guess we're also, by bailing her out, going to get the money that the people like In other words, on the other side of this equation, are evil bureaucratic people who are being funded by these loans. And so instead of going after the people that have made the bad loans and have created bureaucratic hell, we're actually going to make sure that their loans are profitable so that they can continue to be funded and, I guess, go and rip off other people. I mean, you can't have it both ways. If evil people made this loan and now the government needs to step in and bail this lady out from her loan, well, then that money is going to the evil people. In other words, the evil people would lose their money on behalf of the fact that the loan's not being paid back. And maybe I have that wrong. Maybe the loan's been guaranteed by the government anyways. And so we're saving a bank or some sort of an underwriter or some sort of insurance program. But it sounds to me like we're specifically stepping into the market and intervening on behalf of the evil people because we're not holding anyone accountable for being evil. We're just going, oh, gee, jolly, shucks. That's terrible that evil people screwed you over. So I'm going to give you the money so that you can go repay them. This is like, I mean, if you, went, if you went into a guy's office and you said, a person, the mob showed up at my door and told me that I could have this loan without interest. And then they showed up, and when I didn't pay him back, they told me there was going to be a huge amount of interest. And then someone went, man, what those people are doing are so evil. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make someone else give the money to those people. But then you got to get those people in trouble. Otherwise, they're going to go do this to other people. Seems kind of obvious.
1: loan. Yes. So, so you've been paying since 2007. You said in your note you've never missed a payment and yet you're I, still, you still have a loan. balance. Yeah, I still have a loan and it's almost exactly what it was when it started. No. Yeah. So, so what does this
0: How about some other questions? So what were you spending the money on? How much money were you making? Why did you take on this loan? What kind of forecast did you have? Who lied to you so that you actually thought that you would be able to repay it back? And uh, who should I be holding accountable for these horrible loans that indebted you for your entire life? I mean, if it wasn't for the taxpayers, you would have spent your entire life in debt. Who do we hold accountable? All right, I think I got one or two more videos they might not have loaded in all right well we can save them for tomorrow it's been a long episode anyways uh so we are bringing back uh you know this one as well because i don't want to be one of these people just out here yelling about all sorts of problems yelling about all these issues going on i want to actually be able to bring in practical solutions for how we solve things and so we have rob's final solutions I'm confused. We need Rob to tell us something, something meaningful, an actual conclusion, something that can actually solve this. Not just nonsense, not just more propaganda, but an actual solution. An ending. So as tax comes after us, you know, we got to we got to come up with solutions fast before they take over everything. And so my solution for today is that people who had their student loans forgiven shouldn't be entitled to vote or have opinions for the next 10 years. If these people are so gullible that they could not make reasonable decisions without taxpayers and coming and bailing them out, they're so dumb that people could convince him to do things that were against their own self-interest, that other people have to come in and provide the resources to bail them out of these bad decisions. Maybe it's time that these people recognize they shouldn't be making decisions. They shouldn't be voting for who should be in office. They shouldn't be coming out to meals and having opinions. They shouldn't be telling us about how kids should be dressing, about the things that we should be studying in our schools. In fact, they should just have the humility of that if it wasn't for other individuals with different outlooks on life, they never could have afforded or been bailed out from their tough decisions. And so there you have it, a practical solution for how we make the world a better place, Whoever's getting bailed out, 10 years moratorium so that they could think about what they've done. I feel good about this. All right, everybody, that's our show. Oh, I forgot to announce it this weekend. Unbelievable comedy show with myself, Menu and Heart, BK Chris, Justin Silver. Uh, it is at Fifth Street Brewing Company. And I am excited because I was talking to Brandon the other day. He's the owner, he's a fan of the show. He invited us out, which is cool. Not quite, it's not quite—it's not quite porch store, but I feel like this is like someone's house. It's like a fan's house because when you're at a business and it's the guy's actual business and the owner's there, you feel like you're at a guy's house. That's the way it feels. I uh, and he's got a wall of beers. He's literally got a wall, multiple beers. You pay for like your cup at the beginning of the night, and then you don't have to go to the bartender and i think it just is like chips in the casino it's on your credit card you can just pour yourself some beers they got the seasonal brews you can bring out the lady they got the pumpkins they got everything going on over there and comedy show lineup is unreal uh i, I mean some of you guys have seen menu and heart and bk chris uh menu and heart i almost don't like bringing them on shows because when i come back to locations people are like where was that guy uh these uh so coming out fantastic show i've talked myself uh, to the point of exhaustion which is good that's what i like to do with this show uh that's it thanks for hanging out have a good one you can go to www.thefiretickets.com uh for tickets to that show later